Welcome to What I'm Backing and Why, our afternoon sport racing bulletin brought to you by Bluebet. I'm Tim Gilbert and I'm joined by my news corp and racing journalist colleague Matt Jones and of course, Mr. Racing himself, of course, at Horse Miller, Brad Miller. How are you, gentlemen? Good, mate. How are you? Good, Tim. Hi, Matt. G'day, mate. Now, boys, today on the show, we have $100 each on four races to have a, a look at uh, um, what we think will win with Bluebet. We're going to pick a quaddy. Brad will look at Eagle Farm. Maddie will look at Sydney and we'll have our best bet of the day. All right, let's start uh, with the Civic Stakes, gentlemen, in Sydney. It's it's race eight. Um, Brad, what do you reckon? Yeah, I like a um, Waterhouse spot runner here, the Five Dawn Passage. I see it's just come in a little bit this morning. Um, he was good through a strong form reference first up, just knocked up the last 50 metres alongside Apache Chase. That horse then won a Group 1 at his next start. Um, Holyfield was in behind, ran close up in the BRC sprint before winning at listed level last week. Um, and Dawn Passage can put in a bit of a flat one second up. I'm expecting he can bounce here third up. This is his right sort of level. At Group 1 and Group 2 level, he's six starts for no placings, but at listed and Group 3 level, he's had nine starts for four wins. He should go forward from nine like he did first up. I think he's a great chance. I'll have $80 a win on him. And there's a, a mare, an import in the race, the one Tamahia. Um, she's a French mare now with Annabelle Nisham. She was a dominant winner at Group 2 level um, first up in the US last prep. And it was a really soft win. Just looped them and just went straight past them. She's got 59 kilos. She probably deserves that weight. I think if she's fit enough, she'll probably be better than them. So I just want to have her on side. Only the one trial I could find, um, but did look really good in the trial. So around that sort of $15, $20 mark, um, I'll have $20 a win on her as well. All right, race eight, number eight for me in Sydney. I'm going to go with Oscar Zulu uh, in the money last start running third at Ramwick and down in distance. Um, look, it should race on the speed. Chris Waller, par on board. It's around $8 with Bluebet um, out of gate seven. I like it, $50 each way with Oscar Zulu, around that $8 with Bluebet. Matty? Yeah, I'm being a little boring here. Um, I think the first four in the market are the, probably the ones to go. I, obviously hoping for a, that Battleton gets a run for Bjorn Baker um, down in the weights. Its form up in Queensland was sensational in the Fred Best and Guns in um, with all, you know, finishing around Kiss Sum. Um, and we, we know what the wraps are on it. And I just think if it gets a run down in the weights, it can be winning. It might need a touch of luck too from Barrier 13. I just don't want to call it three deep no cover but Karen McAvoy is on um, depending on track conditions Taksu and Marimea the uh, Joe Pride runners Joe's of the opinion if the track can be a soft six Taksu's the one to, to back if not it's the stable mate but I'll have Taksu in front I just think Taksu's going really really well ran real well on an unsuitable track last start at Eagle Farm and didn't handle it but was still um, only a couple of lengths behind um, Saxagon and Alligator Blood in the BRC sprint when it was on top of the ground. It gets it more cut in the ground this time. And looks like Elvis, um, renewed horse. For a while there, we thought that it would never win another race. It's gone down to Melbourne and found some form and won like a very good thing. And it's going to have to sit back again from a wide gate, but look for it to explode late. But I just want to have um, my $100 on Battleton at $3.90 on Bluebet. I think it's a fairly good price for a favourite considering what it's done. All righty. Let's head to Brisbane. Uh, race four, Tattersall's Cup. Brad, 
Yeah, pretty keen on the favourite here, uh, Esty Fenny. Loved his first two runs down here in Victoria um, from back in the field without a lot of luck, and he, he really hit the line hard. Now he's fit. They've been more positive on him, and he finds a very winnable race here at Group 3 level. Um, he's well suited under the set weights and penalties conditions of the race. Drops from 59 at weight for age, you know, running in Group 1 and Group 2s down to 55 and runs into weaker opposition now. He's a two-time winner at the 2,400 from three starts. Um, tricky gate, small field. They might even just go back on him this time, but I do expect he has a class edge on them, and if he's going to win a race, this will be it. So I'll have my 100 a win on the two SD Fenny. I think he's about 240 with Bluebet at the moment. Yeah, I do like SD Fenny, but drawn the car park. So I've gone in another direction for race four, Tattersall's Cup, 2,400 metres, and it's number five, Bonnie Ezra, Walla Berry, out of gate two, one once this prep, of course, at Scone. Uh, it's around that $4.20 with blue bets. So I'm going to have $100 to win on Bonnie Ezra, Matt. Um, I have to sort of repeat most of the things Brad said. I, uh, as you may or may, may not, I've been on SD Fenny at huge odds in a lot of better races this time. It hasn't quite been able to get the money, but it still ran very, very well. Um, down four kilos, easier race. Barrier seven with Jason Collard. I actually don't mind that because I think the horse was ridden a bit further forward than, I mean, circumstances allowed for it. But I think sitting a little colder with, and he's got the right rider with collard on. He might just get a touch easier run in transit. Bonnie Ezra, uh, I agree, going very well. I would have had it on top if it was wet, but it's a dry track. And I mean, the form around it's great. It was just beaten last start by the eventual Brisbane Cup win Irish sequel. Um, London Banker, another horse better suited here, eats up the 2,400 metres and Seat of Power was a good fifth in the Premier's Cup. But I, I really think it's out of Esty Fenny and Bonnie Ezra and I'm going to stick with Esty Fenny. Um, $2.40, it's not the $80 and $60 chances I was getting the previous few starts, but um, considering what it's done, it should be just about good enough to be winning this race and I'm going to have it on top at... 240 with my hundred dollars to win, same as Brad on SD Fenny. Alrighty, yeah, hasn't quite drawn the car park um, gate seven, but there is only eight horses in the race, uh, so SD Fenny certainly the one to beat. But um, I have gone with Bonnie Ezra there. Now, Maddie, what about while you're while you're hot? Let's go to race eight in Brisbane, Tattersall's Tiara. Well, I'm going something long, long odds here. Um, I've already I've taken eighty one dollars about Yamazaki and into sixty seven dollars um, on the Friday before the race. Barrier fifteen, I don't care about that. It'll sit cold. The speed will be on. Big field. This horse has a huge finish on a dry track. Um, I just can't ignore those odds um, for Yamazaki. Now the horse relies on luck due to its get back style, but um, some of the, the the form races it's been in. I mean, it's run third in the gong um in the silk stocking it was came from 11th to run fourth on a heavy eight um it got in a good four track last start and i backed it it was probably not um its best run but that was its first start for annabelle nisham um i just think 67 dollars on blue bet is just too good her odds i reckon it's about a 20 to 1 chance so i'm going to put it on top and and stick my neck out there from Wonderbar, who was massive last start behind Baller in the Morton Cup. I think this mare's just flying at the moment. Barrier 9, Hugh Bowman. Um, Ana Vista flies fresh. The, the horse that they're, they're backing, it's, it's, it's a, I mean, it's an open field, $5 the favourite. Um, and Snap Dancer, drawn the car park. 
literally this time, barrier 21, but has the speed in a 1,400-meter race to probably jump and cross them. Um, had has had six weeks off, but has had a 1,200-meter barrier trial in between, and that stable, Ma Eustace, they're so good at giving horses breaks and then a trial, then having them peaking, which does it's just not the norm with a lot of trainers, but they do it so well. So, But Yamazaki, $67.00. On blue bet, um, the win, and um, I just and sixteen dollars the place. So I'm going to go forty dollars each way on Yamazaki, and my twenty twenty dollars left will be on Wonder Bar to win at fifteen dollars. Some good value in the Tats Tiara boys. Yeah, we'll, we'll know we'll know if you're not here next week because Yamazaki would have won, and you'll be sipping a pina colada in Tahiti. <laughs> I would suggest. Um, good odds, good horse. So interesting. It's quite an open race. Race eight. Uh, it, it is Group One over fourteen hundred weight for age fillies and mares. I am staying with Kiku. Kiku did the job for me last time. Chris Waller uh, coming off that win at Eagle Farm. It's down in distance, and it does rate highly with Tommy Berry. Eleven dollars. So I'll have fifty dollars each way. Eleven dollars with blue bet. So Kiku for me, Brad. Yeah, I'm taking a bit of a different approach. Um... Great race. It's it's under weight for age conditions, so I'm sort of leaning towards the top of the page. The one snap dance is a funny one. She's a winner at 1300, and you know much better better man now. But around a bend at 1200, she's seven starts for five wins. So you could get caught in the trap thinking she's a 1200 meter specialist. At 1400, she's had four starts just for the one second. But the 1300 win significantly was this time in when she sat on a moderate tempo and her best work was her last 100 metres and she just bolted away from them in that. Um, I don't really see the white gate being an issue, 1400 Eagle Farm. Um, they've got a good 400 metre run to that first bend and she's got good early speed. Um, so she can get across and find a spot and... I really do think the 1400 is going to be okay for her. So I sort of went into the race thinking she might be a risk, but ended up finding her a clear on top. So I'll have $70 a win on her. She's around that sort of $657 mark. Um, and the other one, the three Anavisto, um, she flies fresh. She went it a bit underdone at Flemington first up and produced a career peak. So I think she surprised the stable a little bit that day. Um, she's going super this time in. They've freshened her up again. Um, good trial, okay trial between runs. Step dance would probably trial better. Um, and she looks, you know, really well set up for a, for a group three win, for, for a group one win. So I'll have 30 a win on her around that sort of five, 550 mark as well. Alrighty, race nine is our final race with our $100. It's the Healy Stakes, race nine, Eagle Farm. Group three, I am with number eight, King of Sparta, three-year-old gelding. First up goes well fresh. Uh, the Snowdens have got it. Um, Tommy Berry again. I am sticking with Tommy a bit. Um, $2.90 with Blue Bet. I know it's resuming after 19 weeks, but does go well fresh. $100 to win for me um, on King of Sparta, number eight, Matt. Yeah, I agree. I just think the class factor gets this horse over the line here. Barrier five, Berry on, 54 kilos. Um, Snowden's what's not to like. Blondo was a horse that really... I guess annoyed punters for a long time, but this horse is the penny's dropped now, and the horse is flying. Draws better now. Um, Baller is another horse that sort of was a bit uh, maligned, but again, it it won very well last start. Bowman on 
and shooting for gold. I can't not have it in there either, the way it's going. It has drawn poor, but um, on fire, this horse. I just think the foot that I want a bit of value here. I think King, King of Sparta, $3 on Bluebet, and Blondo, $15 on Bluebet. I'm going to have my 100 on the Quinella. I think they can run 1 2 in that race. Alrighty. What about you, Brad? Yeah, uh, the 12 Alpine Edge is a horse I've sort of been following. I like that Star Tonte's form at 1,200 last prep. Sort of only beaten a nose that day uh, and was giving away four kilos. So that was – and she was terrific in the straight break the other day. Um, three tries at Eagle Farm at 1,200 for two wins. Only miss was on a heavy in that transfer Duba 10,000 race. Um, and it was only sort of 3.7 lengths off Marzu, not disgraced in that anyway. Um Wide gate again is probably the knock. He's been desperate to draw a gate, um, but it could end up okay with the rail out as far as it is. 1,400 back to 1,200 and blinkers back on um, are the keys and gets a good jockey change as well with Jimmy Byrne on. So he ticks a few boxes at double figures, so I'll have 50 a win on him. And the other one was one that Matt sort of mentioned, the five shooting for gold. He was unusually very slowly away in the Morton Cup. You know, a horse like Blondo's misses the start every time, but this guy, that was a bit unusual for him. Thought he was terrific, smashed the clock home, best last 200 of the day. Um, I love the jockey change, McAvoy off, Willie Pike on. Wide gates, again, it's probably a little bit of a knock, but rail out. Um, we'll see how that sort of plays out. And he's got a good winning strike rate. Seven wins from 16. and meets Baller three kilos better this time. Um, so I'm pretty keen on him. He, he's sort of about that $10 mark as well. So I have $50 a win, 12 Alpine Edge, and $50 a win on the five shooting for gold with Bluebet. All righty. There you go. Up next here, we're going to have a look at our quaddies. Us Aussies love having a crack. We invented the Hills Hoist, wine cast, the mullet, and of course, the streaker. And the mother's mother of all inventions. The quicker, slicker, faster, sharper, brand spanking new Bluebet app. Get racing in sport form. Expert tips, previews, live streaming, and place bets faster than you can say, that's the ducks nuts! The True Blue brand new Aussie app. Don't let the game play you. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly. All right, let's look at these quaddies and get some numbers off both of you, gentlemen. Eagle Farm, it's uh, Brad. Sydney, it's going to be Matt. Let's start with you, Brad. Race six is the first leg of the quaddie in Brisbane. The Edward Street Brisbane three-year-old Phillies. Yeah, Phillies level weights. Um, I thought the one Rhapsody Rose, I was surprised it wasn't favourite when I was doing the form. And I see the market's just starting to move in its direction. Um, Ran a career peak third up at this track last prep to win. She's an on-speed runner who should now be at peak fitness. She's third up here. Uh, she's the highest rated filly, um, so she's the one best suited at the level weights. Uh, nice drop back in grade. And, yeah, I, th- I thought she should have been favourite, clear favourite. So I'm pretty keen on her. The eight burning bell um, brings some different sort of form lines. Comes through much weaker races, though. Uh, the form around, it's probably a little bit suspect last time. Did run the best 4-2 to two and 200 home of the day, as you'd expect at the Sunshine Coast on the Poly track. Uh, but I want to include it. And the other one you could probably throw in is the 5 put on the red light. 
has a good closing second to Rhapsody Rose last preparation and sort of didn't have a lot of luck last time. Um, so for the quaddy, pretty keen the one and then maybe smaller the eight and the five. All right, first leg of the Sydney quaddy is race seven, the securities handicap. Oh, very, very tough start to the quaddy. Um, I'm going to have to throw four, maybe five in here. Um, I think Solar Apex is the one on top for me. I think it's ready to win again, fourth up. Born of Kings on the quick backup, um, sensational last weekend. Bethancourt found form again too. And La Chavalier for the My Useless Stable. I've been a fan of this horse, even though it can mix its form. And a horse like um, Knight of Power, um, barrier two, so consistent. Um, so I'm going to go, my numbers are going to be one, four, seven, nine, ten for the first leg, big field. Very open, tough. Yep. The ACY Securities Handicap, that is race seven, first leg in Sydney. Second leg in Brisbane is uh, the Tattersall Stakes, race seven. Yeah, I'm pretty keen on mine, but I am going wide um, for the quaddy. So the, the seven chasing arties around that sort of $6 mark. Um, listed grade 1500, cruised into the race and just got held up and then chopped out for a run at a key stage. Had the audacity to pick up again and actually ran home for fourth. I like the drop back to 1,400, uh, and he brings group one form lines through that last race. Political debate and sharp and smart both ran super in the JJ Atkins. And if he had clear air, I think he beats them both. Nash Ruella now jumps in the saddle, um, and I expect him to sort of go forward and take ownership of the race. So I'm pretty keen on, on the seven. The eight's probably the main danger. Um, she's a filly. Another bringing some different form. Loomed and, and Willie Pike, once he got the whip out, she really hit the line hard. I think the step to 1,400 is a big positive for her off that. The Oxlade form um, over 1,300, sort of my next three runners, the four, Metallicity, wants every bit of 1,400 off that. Big striding Zoostar Colt and just got held up at a key stage. The 14, Kamatori, um, is a filly from that same race. Flashed home from the back, 1,400, yes, blinkers on. And the two, Johnny Rocker, sort of led in that. Only a little thing, um, but did everything right and can see it running 1,400. The roughie I want to throw in is the five, Dark Harmony, at about $35. Um, only hit wet tracks at trials and, and races to date, so just might be an improver. Looks a handy type. Um, on a firmer deck might go better, and Jimmy Byrne jumps in the saddle. So I'm pretty keen on the seven, Chase and Artie, um, and I think the eight strolls the main danger and wider four, 14, two and five. Alrighty, okay. We are doing our quaddies for Blue Bet here, and it's race eight, the second leg in Sydney, the Shandon Civic Stakes. We've already give, got your uh, your basic views on this, uh, Matt. Yeah, I'll be very quick here. I'm going to put my top four in that I've explained already. Battleton, Tuxu, Maramia, and looks like Elvis, 17, 11, 12, and 3. But if Battleton doesn't get a run, there's one down in the at the market, Murabiz, $51. Chris Waller, drawn a bit awkward. I think it can do something fresh at $51. So maybe number 13 is another one you can add into your numbers there. But um, for that second leg, we'll just go... Um, 3, 11, 12, 13, 17. Yep, third leg in Brisbane. We've had a chat about the Tattersall's Tiara. Yeah, pretty keen on the one snap dancer, the three Anavisto. Um, the two shout the bar. Two runs on heavy tracks have been poor this prep. 
but the only one on a good track was a four-length win in the Group 2 Sunline Stakes at Mooney Valley. That was at 1,600. 1,400's probably a little negative, um, but back onto firmer ground here and gets a good run on the map. Um, and if you want to go really wide, I'd, you could throw in the seven nudge, ran second to Tofane in this race last year. It looks a tougher race outside of Tofane this year, so um, I'm just not sure she's got the class, but she just flies at Eagle Farm. She loves it there. It looks a target race third up. So I'll probably just go with the one, three, and two in that one. All righty. Now, uh, the third leg in Sydney is the Petaluma Handicap, race nine. Yeah, um, Mamaragan looked like it was going to win last start. I thought it, it, it travelled up like the winner, just just couldn't get the job done. It's had all sorts of problems, this horse, with the thumps um, over the over the previous years. John Thompson thinks he's just getting him right now and um, he's won one race, was on debut and we thought he could have won a slipper all those years ago and hasn't really gone on since but he's had his issues. Um, I want to put him in my numbers, number one at $6. I also want to put Miss Door in. I have, have it on top, $9 trialled, really, really good for the Snowdens. I think it's a little over the odds mm. there. Um, as is Star Sherry at $13. Um, it's, it's a pretty good chance as well and I think I call Juni home coming from bush form, but um, well in the market here as a $7.50 chance for Luke Pepper going for three straight. Looks to be well above average. So um, my numbers are going to be 1 at 12, 13, 15 for the third leg of the Quaddy in Sydney. All right, final leg in Brisbane is the Eureka Stud WJ, Healy Stakes. Yeah, I've got the 12 Alpine Edge, the 5 shooting for gold, and I will throw in the favourite 8, King of Sparta. All righty. And finally, the final leg in Sydney, the Elite Sand and Soil Handicap. It's race 10. Matty? Yeah, I think the favourite Sinbar. They want the track to dry out, but, geez, it was... Um explosive last start for Gerald Ryan and Sterling Alexio. Uh, $3.50 favourite, fair enough. John Joe was a man, was very good too. Um, this is a nice horse that John Thompson thinks he might get to a Villiers in the summer. Um, he's just trying to pick up as many wins as he can as it goes through the grades. They're the two standouts. I want to put them two in, um, numbers four and eight, but I want to put number six in for some odds, Pandano. I think it's second up. Um, I think it's ready to do something. It was pretty good first up. And I think $18 is juicy. So we'll go with those three in the last leg of the quaddy to get our percentage up a little bit. Four, six, and eight. This is what I'm backing and why for Bluebet. They were our quaddies. Best bets of the day coming up next. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. All right, looking at um, that standout bet of the day for me, I'm looking in Melbourne very early on in the day, race two Melbourne, uh, number three, Garnadi or Garnadi, whichever way you want to pronounce it. Two-year-old filly um, with the Snowdens. They are brilliant with young horses. This is a particularly good horse. Uh, $1.85 with Blue Bet. So I'm going to smack straight on the nose there with um, number three, race two in Melbourne. Brad? Yeah, she looks pretty classy, doesn't she? Um, I can see her being a thousand gillies sort of filly in the, in the spring. Um, I could have made a few of these my best bet. Uh, at Brisbane, I'm pretty keen to play, uh, but I, I went with uh, race seven, number seven, Chasenardi. 
uh, around that $6 mark. I just like those subsequent Group 1 form lines through the JJ Atkins, you know, through political debate and sharp and smart. And clear running, I think he beats them both. I like the booking of Nash. Um, take, he can take him forward, stalk the speed and own the race at 1,400. So, yeah, pretty keen. Race seven, number seven, Chase Sonati. What about you, Matt? Uh, sticking to Sydney, um, race four, number six, Pokari Kari. Did you see its win at Gosford last, uh, wowee, um, rounding them up like winks. I know it's going from a Gosford meeting to Sydney Saturday, but $3.20 to favourite, I think it's well-deserved. I think it's a very good horse. Pretty wild, might be the danger. But um, it's a good race, but I just think, Pokarikari, um, that's my best bet of the day. Race four, number six, Sydney. All right, happy punting. That's it for what I'm backing and why. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors, Matt. Bluebet, a wholly owned Aussie bookie. Absolutely, and thanks to you. And thanks to Brad. Uh, hopefully we've picked a couple of winners, as we always say. Bet with your head, not over it. We'll see you next week, lads. See you, Tim. Good luck, guys. Chat next week. See you, guys. Building Resilience Podcast. They play in different arenas, but sports and business have massive similarities. Elite athletes and top business leaders flourish through the physical and psychological demands their high-stress careers place on them. The Building Resilience podcast explores the world of sport and deconstructs the tools and ethos of world-class athletes that can help us create growth and optimize business and life. Come find the Building Resilience podcast on your favorite podcast app.